All right, welcome back to another episode of the Referral Bench Podcast. These are our referral discussions or educational moment deep dives or where I guess we're still trying to figure out what to name, what to call these things that we're doing. But uh, but we're diving in and uh, doing some really focused conversations around some of the things that we've learned from uh, some of our guests over the course of the past year or so. Um, today, we are jumping into our conversation with Dave Johnson, who's the managing director of uh, C-Squared Solutions. Um, and Dave had an interesting kind of point that he was making uh, where, you know, during the pandemic, I mean, you know, we all know that 2020 was a pretty brutal year for everybody, but, uh, but, you know, Dave and his team, because they were kind of found purpose in the pause that they were given, so to speak, and, you know, figured out a way to really focus on just providing value to their, to their referral partners, providing value to their clients. And as a result, 90% of their new business came, uh, in 2020 did come from referrals. And then, and they actually ended up seeing 40% growth coming out of the, uh, coming out of that year. So, which is huge, right? And I think it's, I mean, there's a lot to kind of, there's a lot to unpack there to use the, uh, the, the cliche that every podcaster on the planet uses. <laughs> um, but, uh, but there's a lot to, to, there's really a lot to delve into there. And so this, this should be an interesting, interesting conversation. Phil, what do you think? Yeah, hundred percent. And I, uh, I just, I think this is such a great example of why you need to be out there building a network, right? Mm-hmm. When the, the world goes to shit. <laughs> you need something to fall back on, right? Yeah. And when things are upside down, you're like, I don't know which way is up. And, you know, all the things that I was doing, all of a sudden, I can't do them anymore. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, people are not answering their phones and people aren't in the office anymore. And da, 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 da. Like these are, these are things that nobody could have predicted. But you know what? people that were out there building their network for years and years and years can start to tap that resource. You know, Mm, they can go to their, you know, just because everything is upside down doesn't mean, you know, my friend Ian isn't going to pick up the phone. Right. You know, I can call him and be like, Hey man, what's up? Like, let's go, (laughs) you know, let's have a zoom happy hour and gripe (laughs) gripe about the situation. Which Um, we did a few times at the beginning of this whole thing. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it reminds, there's a book that I'm looking at right now on my bookshelf, um, a, uh, Harvey McKay book called dig your well before you're thirsty. Mm-hmm. And it's literally all about this where, you know, you, the, the worst time to build, be building a network is when you need it. Like yeah. you need to be building your network constantly nurturing it over years and years and years and years and years. And then when something happens, you can, tap that network for, for some, some help. And which is exactly what Dave did. And right. I'm so happy to hear that success story. So then we can talk about it here yeah. and tell everybody else like, Hey, you should be doing this. Like make exactly. sure that next time this comes around, which I mean, who knows? I think next time might be sooner rather than later, <laughs> unfortunately, but uh, let's hope yeah. next time isn't 2022. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Might be yeah, fall right. of 2021. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, but you know, uh, and it's, I mean, it's so true. You know, I mean, there's because things are gonna happen. I remember having this conversation um with my 
dad about tax policy. And God knows I don't want to dive into that. But, (laughs) you know, uh, the point that he made is that, listen, nobody could have predicted this. Right. And and I said, that's true. You know, no one can predict this kind of stuff, but we can prepare. We can be responsible in advance of it and prepare responsibly. Yeah. Right. And so and as business owners, um, you know, we it's our job to prepare responsibly for any anything yeah. right? for any 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 anything that might come up uh you know we need to be prepared for it and i remember uh thinking through that like you know and yes there are of course exceptions to this rule right i'm not i don't mean to paint with such a hugely broad brush but uh but there were a lot of kind of service provider businesses and uh and and folks that uh, that phil you and i know whose businesses realistically could have very well survived the pandemic that didn't mm-hmm. because they weren't prepared for it. Right. And yeah. so when it happened, when this, when this came about, they, they kind of, they went a little crazy and, and, and kind of really panicked. And as a result of that, their business really tanked and their business uh, and so, uh, nosedived. And some yeah. of them pull, were able to pull themselves out. Some of them weren't. And, uh, and I, I feel for, 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 for both parties, don't get me, you know, and, and, and I, and I, you know, obviously we do this, what we do now to help to make sure that that doesn't happen. But for anybody that's, that's that, that kind of is thinking about the fact that, you know, well, it was a pandemic, nobody was able to grow. Obviously that's not the case. Right. And I mean, it's because there's always, if you, if you, if you, if you can develop that network, there's always going to be, to your point, somebody that's there, that's there to pick up your phone, phone call. Right. And then you can leverage that person to, and the people that are willing to pick up their phone, their their phone call to make connections for you and help you figure out how to get, how to get through anything that comes along. Right. And, uh, and again, you know, noting the noting exceptions and 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 whatnot, there there are that they're always going to be there. But um, but there's so much opportunity there as long as you kind of take the time to build all that that whole network out way earlier than you think you're ever going to need it. Right. Yeah. So I have two thoughts um, that sort of occurred to me as we were talking about that little chunk. One is you know, we always talk about networking and referrals and relationships and partnerships as uh, a business development strategy, like one arrow in the quiver of mm-hmm. growing your business. Right. Sure. And I think an alternative way to look at it is um, in, in this scenario, what just happened over the last, you know, 18 months is an insurance policy, yeah. you know, like uh, business owners have insurance and people have insurance in case of something, you know, happening. So your, your network is almost like that insurance policy for your business development. You know, like I'm definitely going to use my, my network, um, ongoing and lean on them for all sorts of things. But in the event of some, you know, crazy nonsense, like just happened, what just happened. And back in 08, when the real estate market crashed, you know, the stock market crashed and all this not, you know, um, if you had a solid network, you could lean on those people to, to grow your business and versus, it, you know, if you didn't, then you were, you were stuck in a much different situation. So, um, the, uh, the other thing that I thought of is, uh, and sorry, I have a, a visitor, um, crawling all over me. My cat is, uh, distracting me now. So I apologize for everybody that can't see her. Cause she's, you know, whatever. she's um, hungry for attention. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so the other thing is, um, 
the uh, you know, there, there's this insurance policy piece of it. And uh, I just completely spaced on the other point I was going to make. So let's go talk about something else and it'll come back to me. Yeah. Um, right. Well, you know, you bring up 2008. Um, so, and it's, it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting story. So on my end, right. I moved from the East coast uh, at the beginning of 2008 in January, 2008, I moved, I, I left the East coast and I moved to San Diego. Um, and so, and then inside of like three months, the market crashed, right? Yeah. I remember, you know, sitting on the floor of a buddy's place, uh, that, uh, <clears throat> listening to, to the news about Fannie and Freddie, right. And, uh, kind of thinking, oh, that's interesting. See what, let's see what's going to happen then. I grew up on the East coast where you could make your phone call, right. And you kind of had the, 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 the telephone was the great equalizer. You had 15 seconds to tell you, to tell me why you were worth another 15 seconds. And if you could make, if you could keep me on for 30, then you had me for five minutes. Right. Yeah. So on and so forth. Right. That kind of a deal. And, you know, San Diego on the, on the flip side was very much a relationship town. And so very similar to Denver, right? I mean, it's, 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 uh, people don't, don't really want to do business with you uh, until they've been surfing or skiing with you like two or three times over. Right. And yeah. uh, they've gotten to know you a little bit. And I, uh, and so, you know, and again, there are exceptions and whatnot, but I mean, for the most part, that's kind of the deal, right? I mean, San Diego, like Denver was a relationship town. <clears throat> and I remember going back to San, being in San Diego and having to figure out how to create, how to build business and realizing just how challenging it was to be in a relationship town with no relationships at the very beginning of a massive economic uh, crisis. Right. Yeah. yeah and, yeah. you know, to, to that point about having that network, you know, I mean, I, cause I didn't really have much of a network back in say back in Rochester either where I'd come from. I mean, I, I had a network of musicians that I worked with, but they weren't doing me a whole hell of a lot of good and uh, working with, uh, we're trying to work with business owners. So, right. You know, it was just a different deal. And, you know, it took me probably five times as long to build my business in San Diego as it did than, than it did when I moved out here because I knew how to work relationships. Right. And, and, and it was all it was already very second nature to me when I was in Rochester. You know, when I moved from Rochester to San Diego, I still had that kind of East Coast mindset of just call, 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 call. But you know, the people that did pick up the phone, because this was, of course, before cell phones were, you know, all over the place. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. You know, but uh, when people did pick up the phone, they would hang up pretty quickly after because, again, I had no relationship to them. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. And the uh, the other thing that I remembered when I was going to say, it, um, when you build out that network, you've got to build it out with you know, with like-minded people, you know, that have this similar goals and similar ambitions and, you know, a similar way of approaching business. And, you know, when things do start to turn down or, you know, the, there's a economic hiccup, you know, they're not running for the hills and, you know, right. oh, the sky is falling and, you know, oh my God, what are we going to do? You know, you need those people that are resilient and are going to find a way over around through whatever, you know, needs to be done. It's going to get done. Um, because those are the folks, you know, if, if you surround yourself with people that are like, okay, this is, this is how I subscribe to live my life, run my business. And I only associate with other people that do the same thing. 
you're in such a much better position than, Mm -hmm. you know, somebody that has, well, I I have a network, but it's full of, you know, the negative Nellies and (laughs) that kind of thing. And uh, you and I both know uh, a couple of people that absolutely lost their mind when, (laughs) when everything happened. And uh, like, this person is no longer of value to me. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's it, man. That's it. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I think it's, you know, I, I also want to go back to uh, to Dave's point about build, uh, about focusing on creating value to, yeah. to your partners, right? Because I mean, we've talked about this a lot in the uh, in the podcast, and you know, I mean, you can go back to any of our a bunch of our interviews, and and the vast majority of them will go or at least spend some time talking about build, creating value and, and giving first, yeah. right? But uh, but you know, th- when things like the pandemic happen, right. And this, this pandemic that we've been in for the past 18 months and, you know, continue to, 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 to live in and try to figure out how to deal with and whatnot and, and kind of work our, work ourselves out of, you know, but when things like that happen, there is there, you can develop a purpose to it. Right. Sure. And, uh, you know, I kind of mentioned the, the uh, uh, phrase, you know, finding the purpose and the pause, which came from another uh, uh, the podcast from uh, the, the pastor of my church back in San Diego. Um, they have this great hope rescue podcast that, that, that they, that they leverage. And she, they've talked a lot about this, right? Because, you know, in that, in that community, there was, there was, there's obviously been a lot of turmoil, you know, in that regard, but, uh, but, you know, she made the point, uh, about finding purpose in the pause. Yeah. And I love that because there's so much opportunity to be purposeful when you're forced into almost a standstill. Yeah. Right. And to figure out a way to really make it to, to really land on something and to really provide some in this case, provide some sort of value. Yeah. Right. That uh, that, you know, I mean, even if it's just uh, I remember uh, listening to, uh, to to Stephanie Hogan. Right. Yeah. Uh, talked about that, talked about this a little bit, too, just making sure that, hey, how you doing? What's going on, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, is there is there is something happening? Can I can I be there for you in any way, right? Again, she uh, she and she was another one of our uh, one of our guests. Uh, um, well, probably a couple months ago now, but um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, finding a way to be of value to to the people that you know in some way, shape, or form, even if it's just being an ear to uh, an ear to chew or you know shoulder to cry on or or, or just somebody to to sit and chat with, right? Yeah. And obviously the pandemic was a very, and, and quarantine, it's quarantine specifically was very challenging for people because of those social, uh, those social challenges, but, you know, going, you know, looking beyond that and going back to the economic uh, crisis of 2008, going back to the dot-com burst of 2000, 2001, right? I mean, all those things, when those happen, if you can figure out a way to be the one who's giving value and really re- true value too, right? right. Not just uh, not just a couple articles here and there about here's how to do this and let me know if I can help you, but yeah. like real, real, real value, then you're going to be the one that they think about. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I totally agree. And I think, uh, I think there's a lot of, you know, other nuggets in here that we could, you know, dive into, uh, yeah. You know, but, uh, but yeah, be, be val, be valuable to people, make yourself indispensable, make, you know, keep you top of mind mm-hmm. and, uh, and start building that network, man, you know, yeah. cause you never know when you're going to need to, you know, call in some favors. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Absolutely. 
but yeah, thanks for, uh, thanks for listening to this, uh, episode, little deep dive into Dave Johnson's, uh, educational moment. And if, uh, you guys can take a second and, um, hit the like button, subscribe and, uh, turn on the notifications for the podcast. That would be wunderbar. And we, uh, would love to hear your, your feedback and, uh, hear a, a review and, um, think of, uh, you know, if there's anything else you want to hear us to talk about or people that we should interview, let us know. Beautiful. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next time around. Cheers. Cheers.